Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, I I got a couple of different things that we need to talk about. We're going to talk about the U.S. troop attacks that have happened in Jordan, and I'm going to give you the details on that first and foremost. But I want to let you know, we're also going to talk about what's happening at the border. And uh, it looks like the President of the United States of America has put basically what the equivalent of sanctions would be on Texas for Texas fighting the federal government to secure the southern border to protect the state of Texas. Also, many other governors getting involved now backing Governor Greg Abbott. I'm going to have some more on that coming up in a moment. But before we get to that, I want to get the news on this attack. Now, these numbers uh, could change. I want to make that very, very clear. Uh, At the time of recording this, I want you to understand what we do know right now about the American troops that were killed um, in Jordan near the Syrian border. Early reports indicate three U.S. service members were killed. Several dozen were reported injured from this attack. And this is on top of the 150 attacks by the Iranian-controlled forces on Americans in Iraq and Syria. Now, uh, it's infuriating because this is happening and they know that we don't they don't have to worry about America really responding. That's the part that's so frustrating about this. The second part of this is the fact that this is incredibly avoidable it is something that we didn't really have to put up with at all. We had a strong leader in Donald Trump in the White House. Now, because we have a weak leader in Joe Biden who refuses to protect American interests around the world, we now have over 150 attacks by Iranian-controlled forces on Americans in Iraq and Syria. Now, let me just give you some of the details as Republicans are now uh, enraged on Capitol Hill, as they should be. For U.S. military deaths in Jordan, 
He left our troops as sitting ducks, is how it's been described uh, by Republican Senator Tom Cotton. He put out a statement, and this is a former military veteran, saying, quote, Joe Biden emboldened Iran for years by tolerating attacks on our troops. That's absolutely right. We continue to allow them to attack our troops, and we haven't stopped them. That's why there's between 150 and, 100 and 170 attacks by these Iranian-controlled forces so far with the president doing nothing to stop it. Bribing the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars, Cotton goes on to write, and appeasing them to no end. He left our troops as sitting ducks, and now there are three dead and dozens wounded. Sadly, as I predicted, this would happen months ago. Senator Tom Cotton said in the statement, he's absolutely right. There were many that were concerned that this is going to happen and continue to happen. Cotton went on to say, on behalf of uh, my state of Arkansas, I extend my deepest condolences to the families of our brave fallen warriors. May God comfort them as he welcomes their loved ones into his embrace. And may God quickly and completely heal their wounds, wounded comrades. Senator Lindsey Graham also coming out and saying the Biden administration's policy of deterrence against Iran has failed, quote unquote, miserably, saying, quote, there have been over 100 attacks against U.S. forces in the region. Iran is undeterred, adding, I'm sending my condolences to families of fallen heroes in Jordan, and I'm also wishing a full recovery to those that are injured. Our forces in Jordan and Syria are there to protect the American homeland and provide stability in a troubled region. Their service and sacrifice will always be appreciated. They are true heroes. Yet the Biden administration doesn't treat them like heroes at all. We just got a new update, by the way, from U.S. Central Command. They are now confirming, again, three U.S. service members were killed, 25 injured from a one-way attack drone that hit a military base in northern Jordan near the Syrian border. These Iranian proxy forces have targeted U.S. troops in the region since the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel on October the 7th, which killed more than 1,200 innocent Israelis. There have now been more than 150 attacks against U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria since mid-October. Let me say that again. Since mid-October, 150 attacks. What has the Biden administration done to stop it? Not a damn thing. With at least one critically injured. Well, guess what? Sunday's attack was the first time in these 150 attacks that U.S. troops have been killed in such an attack in recent months. Cotton and Graham, both military veterans, called for retaliation. Graham called on the Biden administration to strike targets of significance inside of Iran, not only as reprisal for the killing of our forces, but as a deterrent against future aggression, which is the only thing that Iran has ever understood. You can go back decades to prove that through facts, not rhetoric. Quote, the only thing the Iranian regime understands is force. By the way, Graham is absolutely right in his response, saying the only thing they understand is force. And when you don't respond with force, guess what happened? Guess what happens? When you, the only thing that, I mean, if you don't respond with force with Iran, they will continue to keep moving forward. That's why we've had 150 plus attacks since October. He went on to say, until they pay a price with their infrastructure and their personnel, the attacks on U.S. troops will continue. Secretary Austin's efforts to deter aggression against our forces in the region has may has failed miserably. I've long since lost confidence in the Biden national security team to deter Iran. If they do not change their policies now, more American service members in the region will pay the price. Hit Iran now and hit them hard. That is what was said Again, from Lindsey Graham about what's going on there. Now, 
I also want you to understand that even on CNN, they're saying that America's, uh, you know, trying to d- deter them has not worked. Now, this was a plan by Lloyd Austin, and it was appeasement plan. We'll give you billions of dollars in access to funds, and then you might not hit us. Take a listen to this. It was a violent message sent by the United States to these fighters. The question is, I think, what does it take to send a message of total deterrent effect to stop these attacks taking place? Well, the U.S. has tried to send that message repeatedly to Iran and its proxies, not to attack U.S. forces, not to attack commercial interests or block major waterways. The problem is that message has not gotten through, as we've seen. The U.S. has had uh, carrier strike groups as well as other forces in the region to try to send that message of deterrence. And yet, over the course of the past uh, month and a half or so, we have seen the Houthis launch more than 100 missiles, drones, uh, and, and cruise missiles at commercial vessels in the Red Sea. And that, of course, is in addition to all of the Iranian proxies who have attacked U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. The Houthis, an Iranian proxy that have operated out of Yemen, have repeatedly attacked commercial vessels, and that has forced many major shipping companies to avoid the Red Sea. In response, the U.S. set up an international coalition to try to secure shipping routes there called Operation Prosperity Guardian. And Maersk, one of the largest shipping companies in the world, was pretty much the first company to say, okay, with this setup, we will start going through the Red Sea again. But here over the weekend, we saw the results of that. U.S. Central Command says the Maersk Hangzhou came under attack first from an unidentified object of some sort, so perhaps a drone or a missile. And then four Houthi fast boats that attacked the ship and tried to board it. U.S. Central Command says they came within 20 meters of the ship, so about 60 feet. At that point, uh, U.S. helicopters from Navy vessels in the area responded. They say they were fired upon and returned fire, sinking three of the Houthi ships and killing the crews. The fourth ship uh, sped away. The Biden administration says they are not seeking a wider conflict in the region, but that's not theirs to determine unilaterally. Now we'll see how the Houthis respond. Now we'll see how Iran responds at this point, because it has been the entire region, frankly, a powder keg. The U.S. may have tried to avoid a conflict uh, with Iranian proxies largely, but but here it is. And now the question, where does it go and when will shipping companies feel comfortable coming back to the Red Sea after we saw Maersk, as you pointed out, just announced that they will once again pause shipping through one of the world's most critical waterways. One of the most critical waterways, and this is what's happening. Donald Trump, by the way, coming out saying the three service members killed in Jordan uh, marks a horrible day for America and also saying that this was something that was avoidable. Donald Trump made it clear, you get me back in the White House and things will change. Quote, the drone attack on a U.S. military installation, Jordan, killing three American service members and wounding many more marks a horrible day for America. My most profound sympathies go to the families of the brave service members we've lost. I ask all Americans to join me in praying for those who have been wounded. Trump posted on True Social. He then slammed Biden's foreign policy towards Iran, who has supported a spat of attacks against U.S. troops in the Middle East since mid-October, saying, quote, this brazen attack on the United States is yet another horrific and tragic consequence of Joe Biden's weakness and surrender. Donald Trump went on to say, he also said the, the former president also compared his administration's policies towards Iran, which applied maximum pressure to squeezing Iran of funds for more attacks against U.S. troops. In addition, Trump warned Iranian forces not to harass U.S. ships 
in the Arabian Gulf and ordered a strike that killed the Islamic Revolutionary Guard, Qud Force's leader, Soleimani, who was responsible for attacks against U.S. troops. Remember when he did that, Democrats came out and said that Donald Trump was, quote, trying to start World War III. They hated that we killed an actual terrorist who had ordered strikes to kill Americans and was successful at killing Americans. And they said when Donald Trump responded that way against Soleimani that he was starting World War III and shouldn't have the nuclear codes. Do you remember that? Three years ago, quote, Trump said, I was, Iran was weak. Three years ago, Iran was broke and totally under control. Thanks to my maximum pressure policy, the Iranian regime could barely scrap $2 together to fund their terrorist proxies. Then Joe Biden came in and gave Iran billions of dollars, which the regime has used to spread bloodshed and carnage throughout the Middle East. He criticized Biden's foreign policy overall and called for an immediate return to peace through strength, saying this attack, quote, would never, all caps, have happened if I was present. Not even a chance. Just like the Iranian-backed Hamas attack on Israel would have never happened. The war in Ukraine would have never happened. And we would right now have peace through the world. Instead, we have that we are on the brink of World War III. This terrible day is yet more proof that we need an immediate return to peace through strength so that there will be no more chaos, no more destruction, and no more loss of precious American lives. Our country cannot survive with Joe Biden as commander-in-chief. That is what Donald Trump had to say in response to all of this. Now, you have these at least two dozen that were injured, and the Iranian-backed militia has also claimed responsibility for this. And now there are senators that are saying it's time for us to hit back. Some are even saying it's time for us to bomb the capital city of Iran. Now, you get to decide if you think that is a good idea or not. But what I will tell you is it is very clear now that we are in a situation where the Iranian government has made it made a calculated decision that they can do whatever they want to do right now, and there will be no real military retaliation against Iran's terrorist forces, not only in Iran, but across the Middle East. Let me read you this from Tom Cotton. He said, quote, the only answer to these attacks must be devastating military retaliation against Iran's terrorist forces, both in Iran and across the Middle East. Anything else will confirm Joe Biden is a coward Unworthy of being commander-in-chief. And then, normally a meek and mild guy, Senator John Cornyn, a Republican from Texas, also called for retaliation. He had a very simple two-word tweet, target Tehran. This in response to three U.S. troops killed in that drone attack in Jordan, at least two other dozens injured. And he said, quote, target Iran. Representative Mike Waltz said it was only a matter of time before Biden's appeasement strategy towards Iran got American service members killed. Tragic and preventable. And when you talk about this election, elections having consequences, this is exactly what many of us were talking about. When you have somebody like Joe Biden as the president who is weak, the world and bad leaders in the world will respond and grab whatever they can. And that is exactly what these terrorists are doing right now. All right, I want to tell you real quick about Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're literally the only one. 
Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. What does that mean to you? It means you get the same coverage that you're accustomed to, but you're doing it without funding the left. You may not know that Big Mobile gives massive donations to Planned Parenthood, to Democratic candidates, causes, and organizations. Why give your money to a group of people that literally hate your values, hate what you stand for, hate your family traditional Christian values? That is why I switched to Patriot Mobile. And when you switch, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responder heroes. They make switching easy. 100% U.S.-based customer service team. Plus, you can keep your same cell phone number or upgrade your phone to a new phone or keep the one you've got in your hand as well. And the most important part, every time you pay your bill, they take a percentage of your bill every month and give it back to conservative causes that you help choose to support. So check them out, patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Or 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code FERGUSON. That's patriotmobile.com slash FERGUSON. Or 972-PATRIOT. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
There is something new that has happened that I want you to understand, and it is basically the Biden administration has now put sanctions, and that's the only way to describe this, on Texas. In fact, you could now make the argument that there are, uh, that there are more uh, sanctions that, are, that have real meat and potatoes, like real harm to the economy in Texas than there are on Iran right now by the Biden regime. Now, this all happened after the razor wire um, court ruling came down from the Supreme Court five to four this past week. And this past week, the Supreme Court ruled that the federal government could go and break through the razor wire if they needed to. Now, let me also say this about that razor wire so you understand, because this is also extremely important. The razor wire, the, the, the federal government, or I say the Supreme Court, did not rule that the state of Texas had to take down the razor wire. All right, I want to make that clear. That's number one. The government did not, or the, the, the Supreme Court didn't say that the governor had to remove it. In fact, the ruling also did not state that they couldn't put down more razor wire to protect the border. What they said was that the federal government could go through that razor wire. That's it. That's all it said. And so what's happened now is you have a real, and I, I think you really are on the brink of a major showdown between Texas and the Biden regime. Now, in retaliation for Texas defending their border because the U.S. government is failing to not pass new laws, just enforce the laws that are on the book with immigration laws. And they're not protecting our southern border. It's a clear invasion. When you have millions of people coming in, 20 million plus, when you have 10,000 a day coming across the southern border into Texas alone, that is an invasion. And when they're obviously not willing to protect the southern border, and that's something that's very, very real and obvious now, that they're not willing to protect it, they want an open border, Texas has a right to defend itself. In fact, there's 25 other governors that are now sided with Texas saying we will help you defend your border because we believe that you should be able to protect and defend your border at all at all costs. You have a right to have laws that are actually used correctly. So what did the Biden administration do? They, in essence, put sanctions on Texas. What do I mean by that? The White House, within hours of... The governor, Greg Abbott of Texas, coming out and saying we're going to continue to put down razor wire. We're going to continue to secure our border because the federal government is failing to abide by the laws that we currently have in the books. Remember, they're not asking for new laws. They're not asking for new protections. They're saying just follow the laws that are on the books, and they're not doing it. They're looking the other way. And so now, in retaliation for Texas doing this, the Biden administration said, all right, we're going to crush you, Texas, every way we know how. We're going to crush you as a state. We're going to crush you uh, crush you in a way that you'll never be able to recover from. And therefore, you'll be forced to stop the razor wire that you're putting down. And you'll be forced to stop doing what you're doing at the southern border. How do I know this? The White House has now come out in retaliation for Texas defending their border, halting the permitting process for several proposed liquefied natural gas export terminal projects and they're saying they're doing this over their potential impacts on the climate change this is an unprecedented move by the biden administration 
a move that environmentalists have demanded in recent months, a move that will cost tens of thousands of American jobs, as well as our dependence on foreign gas and oil. This has this was announced Friday morning as the White House was taking out the weekend trash. And apparently the White House and the Department of Energy said the pause would occur while federal officials conduct a rigorous environmental review assessing projects carbon emissions, which they now say could take well over a year to complete. You know how fast the government is at doing things like this. By the way, just look at government when how long it takes them to finish a damn road in this country or put up a new bridge in this country. So imagine how long they can stall to do their environmental assessment. Now, this happens as a result of climate activists, they say, in recent weeks and months that have gotten the attention of the White House. I don't believe that for a moment, by the way. I don't believe they're doing this because of climate act uh, because of climate activists. I think they were doing this to put sanctions on Texas, saying to Texas, you've gotten out of line and we're going to hurt you. Now, the cover story for this, though, is also disgusting and I would argue embarrassing. And let me explain what I mean by that. The White House's climate team also reportedly made a crucial decision to delay approval of a major natural gas project, the uh, a, a, a pass called the CP2. This decision also took place after meeting, listen carefully, who's in charge of this country, right? Remember when the Biden administration said the adults are back in charge, the adults are back in charge, and the media went berserk over that line going, yes, the adults are back in charge. Remember that? The adults are back in charge. Thank goodness the adults are back in charge. The White House's climate team reportedly made this critical decision to delay the approval of a, a major natural gas project after a meeting took place with a 25-year-old social media TikTok influencer. Key climate advisors and decision makers in the White House reportedly met with this TikToker guy by the name of Alex from Colorado who has organized an online campaign demanding that the administration kill the project. The Biden administration continues to not only fight against the use of American natural gas, but the pausing of projects they now say could eradicate 70,000 jobs. So Joe Biden decides to put sanctions on Texas and cost 70,000 American workers their livelihood. Projects involving billions of dollars, they are now admitting, will be disrupted. Critics contend that President Biden's actions will hurt not only our economy, but here's something else that's going to happen that will hurt Europe's capacity to power its economy without relying on Russian natural gas. So now Russia has more money to go and fight against Ukraine. I thought we were against Russia taking over that part of the world, but apparently not. Maybe this is all part of Biden's plan to allow for Russia to take over Ukraine and other countries next to Russia. Because this plan to kill American liquefied natural gas is only going to allow for Russia to make significantly more money. Now, Biden, back in September of 2019, if you remember, promised to end fossil fuels. He made it very clear that it was his goal to end fossil fuels. But this time, the timing was within hours of saying, how dare you, right? How dare you? 
How dare you, Texas, do this? I'll show you. You think you can stand up to us? Okay, let's go. You want to see what happens? We'll show you what happens. We're going to put sanctions on you as a state. And when we put sanctions on you as a state, you'll see that you don't screw with the United States government. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me also say something else about just comparing and contrasting this for a second. We're living in a country now where the President of the United States of America is purposely trying to hurt another state in America, people that he's supposed to represent in that state, and costing that state more than 70,000 jobs while helping Russia in the process. This move by the Biden administration to shut down these portals, to not approve them in Texas is no more than him putting sanctions on Texas and telling Texas, you better get in line. Like, you, you better get in line. And if you screw with us, we will crush you as a state. Now, the President of the United States of America has not done this on Iran. These sanctions, and that's what I'm going to call them, on Texas are bigger than the sanctions that he has on Iran because he's lifted the sanctions on Iran. He's not enforcing 
some of the sanctions that we have on Iran right now. Also, let's be clear about that. And you have a president and a team around him who said, hey, this is this is how we're going to roll here. This is going to be amazing. We'll send a very clear message. Then this is what is going to happen. Now, this is after he has allowed for a straight up invasion into this country. Because the state of Texas and the federal government are in the showdown at the border. Texas Governor Greg Abbott asserts that Texas's constitutional rights to defend and protect itself are important. He says it's clearly an ongoing crisis, the southern border, and we have the right to defend ourselves. Governor Abbott of Texas released a statement faulting President Joe Biden for refusing to enforce immigration laws in the state. Abbott's statement in part said this, President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegally illegal entry. President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal court to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. Now you understand why this crisis isn't an accident. This is being done on purpose by the Biden administration. President Biden has instructed his agents to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their, well, mass parole and release into the United States. Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, also said by wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along this state's southern border. Bridges where nobody drowns and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande instead that they're now going. Abbott also included his analysis of the framers intent by saying this about our country's heritage and history and the laws that matter like our constitution quote James Madison Alexander Hamilton and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Article 4, which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1. Clause 3, which acknowledges that the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. This statement comes after the 5-4 to U.S. Supreme Court order reversing a temporary order by the Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit stopped the Border Patrol from cutting wire and fencing installed by the state of Texas. The decision, by the way, means the matter was sent back to the lower court as ongoing litigation will continue. And they're going to hear these oral arguments on the 8th of February. Governor Abbott also went on Tucker Carlson's show while he was in India. Carlson asked him about what would happen if the Biden administration tries to federalize the Texas National Guard. And it's a fair question to ask him that, right? Because that's the president's next play. The president of the United States of America, no doubt about it. The president could federalize the National Guard. And if that happens, the real question is, then what happens, right? What happens next if that happens? And what would the response be if that happened? Well, the governor said, he said, look, we're going to continue to add more barbed wire. 
He said there are 25 state governors who are backing our state right now. Abbott is saying, I'm going to stand by my argument that the federal government's responsibility to protect the states is mandatory. They are not following the laws of the land. But if they do not, he then says the states can protect themselves, which is exactly what he should be doing. This is exactly how it should work. But the president of the United States of America wants things to get worse. The president of the United States of America has put all this together by design. And Abbott is saying exactly that. Look, we know where this is going. We understand how this is working. Governor Abbott's trying to protect all Americans because the president won't do it. The president has gone MIA. Take a listen to this from Fox News Channel about all the other governors coming to the aid of Texas. It's scary. I can't believe he's that reckless. Yeah. Well, the other question here obviously is, you know, what is the solution? Is it the National Guard? I mean, you've got 25 Republican-led states that say we support Governor Abbott and we'll send the National Guard down to the Texas border. Is it going to come to that? Well, it looks like it. You saw... Um, more than um, several dozen governors that are standing behind Abbott because the invasion that's happening at his border, he's trying to protect his constituents there in Texas, and he's trying to protect all Americans because the president is missing an action when it comes to securing our border. So let's talk about the, the, that national security risk. Katie McFarlane uh, telling me the same thing on Friday morning, that this is a national national security issue. It is a national security issue. You want to know how we know that? Because we've also been told in the month of December, you had 19 different people on the terrorist watch list that were caught trying to come across the southern border. 19. I'm pretty sure, and I've been trying to get the exact number here, but I'm pretty sure that that is more than the total number of people on the terrorist watch list caught during the four years that Donald Trump was the president of the United States of America coming across our southern border. And if you've got 19 people on the terrorist watch list that were caught in the month of December coming across our southern border, imagine how many may have gotten across that we did not catch. Because those that are on the terrorist watch list, there's one thing we know for sure. They're, they're trying not to get caught by Border Patrol. They're trying to get into this country undetected. They're trying to be one of the gotaways. They're not turning themselves into Border Patrol when they come across the southern border. This is no longer an issue of how many illegal immigrants are coming across the border. This is now an issue of national security. There's also something else about these 19 people on the terrorist watch list that were caught in the month of December alone trying to come across the southern border. We know that there have already been warnings from Hamas. They've said that they want to have the same style attacks in the United States of America that they had on the Jews in Israel. You want to know why 19 terrorists tried to come into this country that were on the terrorist watch list in December? Could it possibly be because they're trying to pull off a terrorist act in the United States of America? So what is Joe Biden doing in response to this? Not a damn thing.
Make sure you hit that subscribe, auto download, or follow button, especially if you're on Apple as the algorithms have changed. You're going to have to check and make sure you're still getting every episode. Uh, in that top right corner, if you're on an iPhone, make sure you hit that follow button and, the, and it goes to a check mark. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 